Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815. Another temporary spending bill, another pending federal shutdown deadline. When you think about this massive amount of government spending, do you know how this could impact you in the future? The numbers are pretty shocking, and we'll tell you a little bit more here in just a minute. But we are so glad you're here with us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. I am Jen Rizak alongside. And Philip, before we start talking a little bit more about this pending federal shutdown deadline, another one for, for the next coming weeks here, you've got a couple other dates you want to share with us. Absolutely, Jen. Yeah, first, let's just get this one out of the way real quick. And that is for those folks that extended their tax returns, uh, Monday, October 16th is the deadline. You have to get all taxes filed by then. So uh, just a little friendly reminder in case. Just a uh, little nudge. uh, But the other one is, is kind of the big news, right? Every year, Statler Financial provides a shred truck and we have an annual shred day. And that is coming up. Next Saturday, October 21st. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to be in a little different location this time so that it maybe it's a little easier and you can find us a little better. We are going to be on the corner of Center Street, right across the street from the Baptist Church. Oh, okay. First Baptist Church, right there on Center Street. You'll see us, big shred truck. We'll have a banner. We'll have some cones out there to help direct traffic. So uh, we'll also be having. Uh, hot dogs and and some chips and uh, some cold drinks. So come on by from 10 to 2. Nice. 10 to 2, 10 a.m. to 2. Hopefully it won't be too hot. And uh, and we'll get stuff shredded. The shred truck will be there. You can watch it get gobbled up right there. Know for sure that those, I don't know. How, how old are you supposed to, for your tax returns, how long are you supposed to hang on to those before before they can be added to the so shred pile? So here's the, here's the IRS's answer. You should never, ever get rid of an actual tax return. Never. I don't know why. Really? That's what they say. That's okay. what they say. Okay. Now, the information that you use to produce that tax return. Yes. I tell folks, stuff. look, seven years. You know, five to seven, okay. depend upon if you extended or you didn't extend your return. Okay. So, you know, somewhere in that ballpark, anything at seven for sure, you can shred. So I'm technically not a hoarder that I still have like 20-year-old tax return information, like or the tax returns at my house. The actual tax return, yep, that, that's, okay. that's All right. IRS says Fine. you're supposed to hold those. I, I don't know the All right. mindset behind Just that, I'll, but that's what I'll, they say. I'll uh, pass them down to my kids one day. Who knows? All right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, good to know about that shred day, though. Feels good to declutter some of those things and to make sure that you know they are being uh, destroyed properly as is needed. So appreciate the reminder there. Um, but as I said, the, the big uh, kind of deadline that we want to talk about Again, I feel like we've talked about this so many times, but it most the most recent uh, debate here on government spending, it was down to the wire once again. Members of Congress ended up at the you know eleventh hour, sending a temporary funding bill to the president's desk. Again, it was just hours before the federal government would shut down. I've got a couple of of audio clips here for you. The first one is from Senate Majority Leader. Chuck Schumer. But this is a bridge CR 
and Leader McConnell and I have agreed to continue fighting for more economic and security aid for Ukraine. We support Ukraine's efforts to defend its sovereignty against Putin's aggression. All right. And then Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says, of course, there's still work to do for a final spending bill later this year. Here's Mitch McConnell now. From securing supplemental relief for victims of natural disasters to restoring security and sanity at the southern border that the Biden administration has dragged into chaos to putting stronger restraints on the president's reckless spending to supplying Ukraine with even more of the lethal assistance it needs to repel Russia's invasion. So at the end of the day, there's a lot of really expensive things to be spending money on, and we still don't know for sure how much they're going to spend and when they're going to figure it out. <laughs> did I did I, did I sum that up? <laughs> that's, that's about the case. I mean, that's the truth. And if you listen to both of those, there's really only one um, congruent theme that they each had, and that's to support Ukraine against mm-hmm. Russia. Sure. Um, everything else, they have their own agendas, right? Um and to think that this cost Kevin McCarthy his job. Yeah. Holy moly. You know, historic event. First time ever happened. Yep. Where they had a, a vote of no confidence in the speaker. And uh, and so that, that really cost him his job. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, that just seemed like such a chaotic time there when you, you see this ouster happening in on the House side. Um, and, and there was already a little bit of chaos when it comes to the debate. And, you know, this is all coming down to the wire when they'll pass something. Once again, it was just a temporary stopgap measure to fund the government for another 45 days or so, because now we've got a November deadline for when we are, you know, then, then there would be a federal shutdown if something wasn't passed then all this stuff it philip it can cause a big splash in the media there's lots of headlines there can be some economic volatility some stock market volatility when you have all this uncertainty how do you help guide people through things like this that cause so much chaos even though it might be only temporary it doesn't seem to have like a long-term effect on the markets but in the short term it, it makes us feel pretty uneasy it does. And so that's where, you know, our core retirement design helps because it really focuses a lot on the front end about risk. How much risk do you need in your portfolio? How much risk should you have in your portfolio? Do you have the right amount? If you have the right amount of risk, then then these little blips that hit the radar, they don't really affect you. I mean, yes, they affect your portfolio, but but if you're where you need to be, then it's just that process of, of going through what the market does. And again, that's why we developed the core retirement design Mm -hmm. to help people really design that retirement they always dreamed of. And it's simple. All they have to do is give us a call, Jen, at 863-285-3815 to schedule their core retirement analysis. Love to chat with them for about 30 minutes just to make sure that they're on the path they need to be. Again, that number is 863-285-3815 for our core retirement design. And, you know, I, I appreciate that explanation there, Philip, of your process and what this looks like, because people are, I think, looking for more certainty when you look at how uncertain things feel with our government. I want to keep talking a little bit about what's going on with some of this federal spending, because our federal debt is now over $33 trillion dollars. And I want to just elaborate on this a little bit because that's a big number, but the Congressional Budget Office says interest payments on the national debt 
are projected to be the fastest growing part of the federal budget over the next three decades. They will triple from $475 billion in fiscal year 2022 to $1.4 trillion in fiscal year 2032. By the year 2050, interest payments will be more than what we spend on Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, and defense. So this is why people feel like our spending is getting out of hand or has been out of hand for a while. Yeah, it really is. And and I've been talking about this uh, a lot here, not just on the radio, but at workshops we do, my morning show. It's a big deal. Mm -hmm. This in itself will give credence to the fact that the only way to pay that debt is you and I, we're going to have to cough up more money in taxes. Everybody out there from the guy that, that has a minimum wage job to the billionaires are all going to end up paying more in taxes down the road. And and that's why it becomes really important that you start looking at the tax aspect of retirement. What can I do to move money from a taxable account to a tax-free account now before tax rates start to go up? And, and, And Jen, that really is a big part of our planning process now. Yeah, and and I'm so glad that you went there helping connect those dots because so many people, because of this amount of government debt and high government spending, you are not alone. Most analysts believe our country will not be able to dig out of this hole without drastic measures, including higher taxes. It is something that is on the mind of a lot of people. So talk about how you do talk to people about this. Not just, I know, you know, we just talked a little bit earlier about the the extension deadline and filing our taxes, but being proactive when it comes to our taxes and planning and moves that can be strategic here on helping us save on taxes. Absolutely, Jimmy. One of the things in our core retirement design is, you know, it focuses on risk, but the other part that we focus on is taxes. You know, what is the thing you should be doing now from a tax standpoint to get ready for retirement? And and that's one thing that a lot of people miss out on. They don't really focus on taxes. They, they don't think that taxes are going to be a big deal once they retire. And that could not be the furthest from the truth. It, it can be a big deal. It can be a huge deal. And so it's one of the things that we look at when we start our core retirement design is not just the risk, but to look at the tax implications of what's going to happen if taxes go up. I mean, we know they automatically go up in uh, 2026. So what happens if they go up even higher than that? What's that going to do to us? And what's that going to do to your standard of living, uh, given the fact that with interest rates the way they are, national debt the way it is, I don't know how you can look at the the world we live in and not believe taxes have got to go up substantially. And when you think about this, again, this is one of those areas where we feel overwhelmed, we feel inundated, we feel like there's nothing we can do about it. You know, it, a lot of times, Philip, we we do have a little bit more control over things like our taxes in retirement than at any other time. But again, it just takes steps to be strategic. It takes us actually doing something. You know, there are so many different pieces that go into a comprehensive retirement plan. And I just want to point this out here. If you've been working with different financial professionals in all these different areas, it could be time to start talking to a retirement planner like you, Philip. Absolutely, Jen. I mean, because we hear it all the time. You know, my advisor never talks about taxes. That's I've never heard this before. And so 
it really becomes one of the focuses in, in our process because it is a big deal. You know, you take those three, there's three big deals in retirement, risk, taxes, and income. I mean, and that's what our core retirement analysis does. It takes those three things and puts them into perspective for you as you are either preparing to retire or you're already in retirement looking ahead as to what you're looking forward to. This planning process helps you put it all together. You can see it all at one place. To get your core retirement design, give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. I'd love to sit down with you, spend 30 minutes making sure that you're doing what you need to be doing to prepare for your retirement. That number again, 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. We've got a lot more insights coming up on the other side of the break. Stay with us. In times of volatility, the only wrong move is not making one. Call Philip and the team at Stadler Financial Services today and find out where you currently stand with your portfolio. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Time to retire right. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And you know, when you think about what retirement looks like today, retirements last so much longer these days. Retirement can last two or three decades So it helps to break it down into stages when you're planning. It's a little less overwhelming, Philip, to plan for these smaller stages versus a 30-year retirement. So it's really important to plan ahead because no matter how you want to describe these things, your income needs to last throughout your entire retirement. So these stages, Philip, are are kind of fun. Um, We've talked about this before here on the show. The first one that we're going to talk about today is the go-go years, then the slow-go years, then the no-go years. It kind of unfolds in stages. Is that how you approach this when you're talking to clients? We do look at it that way because, I mean, if you don't plan that way, then it then it really kind of falls apart because you know that the younger you are, the more you want to go, go, go while you right. can. And so that's really kind of philosophy we use. And and I learned that a long time ago from some clients of mine. Absolutely. So 
How important is it when you're thinking about those early years, the the energetic go-go years, how important is it for you to know how you're going to spend that time before you actually retire? I'm going to say it is important, right? Because when it comes to retirement, Jim, there's two factors, right? There's the money factor and there's a time factor. Sure. The money it can be easily budgeted, right? We can budget the money. We can figure out where we are. We can front load what I call front load the go-go years, mm-hmm. right? So that we take a little bit more income those first, you know, 10 years while we're in that go-go period. We want to travel. We want to cruise. We want to see everything. And so that's a big deal. But the other part of that is the time budget. What are we going to do when we retire? Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody wants to sit there and twiddle their thumbs. <laughs> You can only play so many rounds of golf. You can only go fishing so many hours a day. You know, you can only go shopping so much. And so what are you going to do with yourself during those that period of time? And, and that probably becomes a bigger challenge than the financial budget. Really? Right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I encourage people, let's start finding now. Where are you going to volunteer? What are you going to do to be active in retirement? Pickleball is a big deal down here now. So, you know, (laughs) maybe you learn a new sport that you and your wife can do together, you and your husband can do together. And so I think that's a big deal is really a time aspect. What are you going to do with your time? It's such a big transition. You go from working every day to now you can do whatever you want, but you have to be mindful of what those things cost. And and I guess that's the other piece of it, too. If you want to maintain your current lifestyle at your current standard of living, and you want to do a few extra things, well, we've got to have a handle on that. And then we don't want to forget about things like what's going on with inflation, how that can cause this standard of living, Philip. If you're not retiring for a few more years, your day-to-day life is just it's just going to cost a little bit more. So we have to kind of get ahead of that. How do you talk to people about strategies to help us get ahead of things like inflation when we're in those planning years? When we talk about that whole process, right, is is one, y- you have to have a realistic budget, right? Because if you don't have yes. a budget, you don't have a plan to really even focus on. So we need that budget in place so that we know what the targets are from that standpoint. And then we need to look at down the road, what are we going to be doing in retirement? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that we, we really have to kind of focus on that plan. What's that plan look like for you? What are you going to do in retirement? And then what's it going to cost you, right? And so in our planning, we automatically build in for inflation. Now, Mm -hmm. granted, inflation lately has been a lot higher than anybody has anticipated. Sure. But there's been a lot of years that it was way less than we planned for. So Mm -hmm. the idea is hopefully over five and 10 year cycles that we average out to the right place where we need to be. And so, but you have to plan for that when you put together that income plan. Right. But, you know, even when you when you talk about what's going on with inflation, even when it was at a quote unquote normal rate, you still have to account for the the cost of everything doubling every what, 24, 25 years, something like that. I mean, prices are still going to continue to go up even when we don't see this rampant inflation like what we've seen over the past few years. That's right. And thankfully, things like Social Security have some cost of living built into them. You know, if you have a government pension, maybe you have some cost of living built in. If you have just an old fashioned pension from a company, you typically don't see a cost of living built into those type of things. So so you've got to make up for it some way, somehow. 
and really, again, that comes down to our core retirement design, uh, where we help you design that retirement you always dreamed of, because we take into account those three pillars. We took you into risk, taxes, and income. And in that income plan, we are looking at inflation, making sure that we're building in steps to your income to make sure that it's going to last as long as you do. Look, if you are getting ready to retire three to five years out from retirement, or you've been retired for five or 10 years, I can't tell you how important it is to have that income plan in place because those can be years that can be traumatic if you mess something up. Give us a call, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Let's schedule your core retirement analysis. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is the president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. Talking today about the different stages of retirement. Retirements, the whole idea here, retirements last so much longer today than they used to that we break it down into phases. We don't look at this anymore like the finish line like we used to. We break it down into these different phases because this is a brand new phase of life and and we just want to change our mindset here. Philip, let's talk a little bit about the second phase or second stage of retirement, which is what we call the slow go years. So this is a little bit into your retirement. You've already maybe done a lot of the traveling and done a lot of the trips, but you still want to go see the grandkids, do some things, maybe just some more localized travel or maybe on a smaller scale. And of course, the income still needs to be there. So how do we prepare for this phase where we're maybe 10, 15 years into our retirement? So, you know, Jen, when when we get to those, I don't know, slower go years, well, we, we still, maybe we don't need quite as much income as we had before. And so we build that into our plan. And a lot of times we'll we'll have that discussion with our client. How long do you think you're going to want to go, 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 right? Hmm. And I'll talk to them from my experience and my clients, what it looks like and has been in the past. And, And we'll build that into the system, right? We'll build that into the planning process of what that looks like for them. And maybe we don't need as much income at that point. You know, instead of going four times a year to visit the grandkids. We only go two instead of going sailing on cruises four or five times a year, we we drop down to two or three. Mm -hmm. And so we realize that that's going to happen, right? Health issues start to develop. We've done some of the things we want to do. And so now we're, we're just slowing down and that happens. Right. And so for some people it's sooner, Mm -hmm. some people it's, it's later, but we build those things into the plan. And they can be flexible, right? If maybe not 10 years, you're not ready to slow down yet. Maybe it's 15 years. But but we we have that give and take within our planning process. I really like that point that it, it doesn't mean that you have to totally stop doing all the things. You just might not really feel feel like doing that same scale of travel and that type of thing. But you can certainly still go out there, be active. And I think, Philip, is this probably the stage where some of those real conversations really need to happen as it relates to what's going on with our health care costs and some of those types of things? How do we start planning for some of those health care expenses that we'll be running into maybe a little bit more as we progress through retirement? If inflation is affecting 
the things you and I are buying at the grocery store and other places, you know that it'll be even bigger when it comes to healthcare costs. And so we need to take that into consideration that our deductibles are probably going to go up on Medicare and we're going to need to plan for that as our health starts to diminish. And so there are several things we need to remember when we start thinking about healthcare costs. I mean, they throw out these big numbers, right? Yes. Fidelity always does this, this big plan, this big study. And yeah, it's kind I of a big now, scary number. Yeah. Yeah. I think now they've got it up to like $315,000 during retirement. Well, if you're retired for 30 years, that takes into consideration your, your Medicare premiums, your healthcare costs, your supplement costs. So, you know, it's a big number and it's scary, but it's not an annualized number. You look at an annualized number, it's not quite as chunky to, to have to deal with. But what that number does not include, Jen, is long-term care. Oof. All right. And so at that point, we need to start thinking about if we've not already thought about it. I like to think about it way before this. But what is our long-term care plan? And maybe it's we're going to self-fund it. Maybe we've looked at a long-term care policy way back when, and, and that's going to take care of us. Or maybe there's other options. Maybe we bought one of those life insurance policies that have a long-term care rider built into them or an annuity that will help for long-term care costs. There's a lot of different things, but by now we need to have some plan in place of what that's going to look like, Jen. And, right. and, and I think that's something that people forget about. Talk a little bit about how all of that fits in when you have those conversations with people about that core retirement design, this whole idea of thinking about the healthcare, long-term care, that's part of that overall comprehensive planning process, right? We look at those things in stages, right? As we're building that income plan, you know, we pose those questions. What are you thinking about? long-term care. What is your plan, right? When we get to that point, nobody wants to deal with it. Nobody wants to think it'll happen to them. And there's different aspects when it comes to long-term care planning. In their head, everybody thinks of nursing home. I'm going to tell you, in, in history, when I look at my client base, there's not a lot of people that actually end up in, quote, unquote, the nursing home. Okay. Now, do they end up in some assisted living facility? Absolutely. And so how do we fund that? Because that's a whole different concept than a nursing home. And so it's just a conversation we got to have. And we build it into the income plan. We have a plan in place of what we're going to do when that happens. If you don't have an income plan, a written retirement income plan that you can put your hands on, look at it and review it periodically, then you don't have a plan for your retirement. Give us a call. Let us help you plan your retirement with our core retirement design. The number to call is 863-285-3815. And folks, it's easy. It starts with a 30-minute phone call. You don't even have to leave your house, right? Just give us a call. We'll talk about where you are, where you need to be. We'll answer questions that you have in the planning process. Give us a call. It's that simple, folks. 863 285 3815. One more time. It's 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Retirement might be the finish line for one phase of life, but it's the starting point of another, and you'll want to make sure you leave enough in the tank 
to make it all the way through to the end. So stay with us as we talk about those final stages of your retirement. We'll be back. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. You can't see it, but you sure can feel it. The economy is struggling right now. Do you know how it might affect your retirement? Some retirement plans take into account economic downturns stock market dips, interest rate fluctuations. Does yours. Take charge of your retirement by calling Philip Statler at 863-285-3815. Philip and his team at Statler Financial have been helping families prepare for retirement for over 20 years. They will help address the current economic situation and help you create a retirement plan designed to give you the confidence to move forward. Opportunities can exist regardless of economic conditions. Call the team, Philip Statler with Statler Financial at 863-285-3815 and find out ways you can prepare now for your retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Call them now. Schedule a visit. Let's get started. Firm offers insurance services. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rizak. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring, and I am Jen Rizak alongside, and we're talking today about the different stages of your retirement, just recognizing the fact that retirements today can last so long, several decades, that it helps to break it down into stages when you're planning. And for the the later phases of your retirement, it's really important to be planning ahead here, Philip, because I don't think anybody says, oh, I want to spend all my money in my early years of retirement and have nothing to pay for health care at the end. <laughs> but also, nobody wants to say, oh, I don't want to travel or do anything fun because I'm worried about money later. I mean, there's there's kind of a balance we have to to figure out here, right? There is. Though you see some people like that, right? That no, sure I'm, they're I'm, afraid I'm to do it. Anything. Yeah, I need to make sure it's going to be here for later, right? And that's really all part of the planning process, right? And I guess, Jen, you know, when we think about it, if we don't have a plan, then it can be scary. Yeah. If we have a plan in place that shows us where the money is coming from, when it's going to come there, that kind of helps give you some certainty in those years. Yeah. And so, think about people that are in those no-go years. And it reminds me of, of a story that a client and I had this discussion way back when. I'm talking about way back. I'm talking about like probably 30 years oh ago. Oh my gosh. I had this client and they were in their mid eighties, right? Mm -hmm. They were very well off, a nice portfolio, plenty of money coming in. And I would sit down with them and say, why don't you take a trip? Why don't mm -hmm. you and your wife go do some stuff. And he looked at me and said, Philip, at our age, do you know what it takes for us to travel? I've got all these medications. I got to pack up yep. and I got to pack up and I got to go. And then it messes up my whole schedule, right? I'm, I'm used to this rigid schedule. These things I do on certain times, it's too much. 
it takes so much to go. I'm so wore out when I get there <laughs> that I, I can't enjoy it. Yeah. I'd rather just spend time in my woodworking shed and do that. And that was an eye opener for me. You know, he said, I've taken the trips. We've done the things that we want to do. Now it's easier just to stay home. And back then, you think 30 years ago, I was a lot younger, Jen. And, um, <laughs> and, I, and I thought, well, I'll never be like that. What's this guy's deal? <laughs> What's the problem here? But you know what? <laughs> the older I get sometimes, I'm like, you know, I'm tired of going. Yeah. I just want to sit at home. And I'm not near my mid-80s no, yet. So not. it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I got ways to go. But it does give me some perspective yeah. of what folks feel like when they hit that stage of their health. They've done what they want to do. That makes perfect sense. And sometimes we have, uh, you know, especially if you have a job that requires some travel, you get kind of <laughs> kind of over some of that in your earlier years. And so the, the whole idea here with thinking about these no-go years, Philip, is really what kind of planning do we need to do so you can have the quality of life and the, the lifestyle that you envisioned? I think maybe that's a good way to put this. And of course, the big unknown here, Philip, is how long we'll actually live in retirement. How long will these no-go years last? Of course, you're not going to have the big travel expenses, but you're going to have some different health care costs. You might have some different medications, those types of things. How do we plan for this final period of our life when we just don't know if we'll live to our 90s, if we'll live into our 100s? I mean, we, we don't know how long we'll be here. That's a good point, Jen. We don't know how long we'll be here. We're not promised tomorrow. The flip side of that is, is that we don't know our health going right, forward, right? right? We don't know when our no-go years are going to start hmm. and how long are we going to be in them, right? So yeah. that makes it a little bit intimidating when we start planning that process. Nobody wants to admit that it's going to happen. So we have to build that into the plan thinking, okay, maybe my no-go years will start when I'm 85 mm -hmm. or 80. Because we're kind of looking 10-year blocks, right? right? If somebody retires at 65, then they're going to go hard until 75 and then slow down. 85, they'll be slowing down even more. Right. Well, you know, realistically, you're going to start slowing down maybe year by year, right? And so... I think the whole idea is you got to have a plan in place. And I know I say that and I sound like I'm beating a dead horse, but truly, if we don't have that income plan, there's so much of our life in retirement is going to depend upon that income plan. And if one spouse passes away, what's going to happen? The surviving spouse and making sure the plan is going to work for that person as well. There's a lot of variances there that we have to account for. And if you don't have a plan in place, I got to think uncertainty rings high. And so, again, that's why I developed the core retirement design, specifically to help offset that uncertainty when it comes to retirement. It's simple. It's easy. It's a 30-minute phone conversation to start that process, folks. Give us a call. 863 285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Let's just start the conversation. 
That number again, 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services, talking today about these different stages of retirement. Retirements today can last decades in some instances. Really, this doesn't look like what it used to, Philip, where perhaps you retired with the, the gold watch with this company that you'd worked at for decades, and then you had a short time of just relaxation and then you passed away. That's really not what retirement today looks like. It's a very different, very dynamic time of our life. How is some of this end of life planning starting to change for you? You know, people have children later in life. Maybe they paid for a lot of college up front. Is that starting to change some of the legacy goals that you see with clients and how we have those types of conversations for what to do with what's left after we pass away? What's going on there? It depends. You know, I'd say there's a couple different areas that retirees look at, right? Mm-hmm. So I have some clients that their whole focus, unfortunately, is to leave as much as they can to the next generation. Sure. I don't like it when I see it because they're not enjoying their retirement, right? Right. And I push them. Look, I understand you want to leave as much as you can to your kids, but let's enjoy retirement. Let's right. let's don't focus on them, let's focus on you. So that's one group. Then you have a, the other group, which I think this is probably more often than not is the folks that hey, look, I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to enjoy my retirement. And if I have anything left, the kids can have it. And I'll make it as easy as I can for them to get what's left. I'll make it as tax friendly as I can for them to have what's left, but I'm not going to do without. Mm -hmm. And then there's this other little group in it. And I'll be honest, Jen, it's a, it's a much smaller little group that says, look, I'm going to plan for what I'm giving my kids. I'm going to go out. I'm going to buy the life insurance policy. I'm going to have this account specifically for them. They have it outlined in their mind exactly what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And they've put that plan in place. Okay. It's a much smaller group of folks. I mean, it's interesting to work with those people because they have some big plans. They kind of know how they want to get there, but they don't have it down to the nth degree. Do I do this kind of trust? Can I do that kind of trust? Do I just outright leave this to them? And so we'll do that some like, okay, let's don't leave them the IRA. Let's get a life insurance policy instead because it's tax free. Mm -hmm. Let's give the annuity or let's give the IRA to the charity that you want to help and give the life insurance to the kids because it's tax free. So trying to be as tax efficient as we can with all of that inheritance, I call it inheritance planning down the road. Mm-hmm. It's fun for me when when I get somebody that that is their focus. You know, they want to do that, and and putting a map out on how we're going to do that is one of the fun parts of my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. So let's talk a little bit about Philip when it comes to the comprehensive nature of the plans that you can help people with. You call yours the core retirement design. Let's talk about some of the first steps here for folks who. They've done the saving. They're they're good with that part. Now they're just trying to figure out what decisions do we make? Where do we go from here? Talk a little bit about that core retirement design process that helps us map out some of those other decisions that we need to make with what we've saved. Absolutely. Obviously, it depends on what stage they're in, right? If they're still working, 
and they're getting ready to retire and they've got money in that 401k, you know, we look at our first step. We call that 30 minute for retirement analysis where we're going to have that 30 minute conversation, analyze kind of where they are. Do they need our help? Can we help them? All those type of things. The people are already retired. Same thing. We still walk through that 30 minute phone conversation. Where it gets a little different is now, where are we? If we're just getting ready to retire, how much do we have? Is it going to get us to where we need to be? And how much risk am I taking right now? Am I taking on too much risk? Do we even know how much risk you should have versus how much you do have? That is kind of the cornerstone of this whole core retirement design. Second, what can you do to be as tax efficient as possible? Are you blowing tax brackets that you could be doing some conversions and putting some money into Roths instead of traditions? Are you wasting that 10% tax bracket or that 12% tax bracket? It, it blows your mind how many people are paying zero taxes and proud of it when they're sitting there with a $500,000 IRA that they could have been taking some out and paying 0% tax on. Hmm. That juices me up when I see that I've got that opportunity for folks that they really could be putting themselves in a tax-free situation. And the last step of that core retirement is putting together that income plan. What does that look like for you? That's all part of our core retirement design in order to help you build the retirement you've always dreamed of. I'd love to have that 30-minute conversation with you. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. We'll be back. Do you have a retirement plan but would like a second opinion? Call Philip Statler today, 863-285-3815. Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And you know, Philip, when you think about all the decisions that we have to make as we are getting into retirement, there are so many choices. It can be such a dilemma 
trying to make a final decision with what you'll do and where you'll go. And then there are all these financial questions also. It's kind of like the longest game of would you rather. We're going to do a silly one to start, and then we're going to get into some money questions here. So the, the silly one is, would you rather watch a movie with no popcorn, no snacks, no drinks, or watch a movie, you get all the snacks you want, but the volume is always just a little too quiet or a little too loud. Everything's a little too off. What's important to you? What if I don't like either one of them? Oh. I want both. Come on, man. <laughs> That's the whole point of the would you rat. Like, we never actually so, want either one of them. <laughs> at this stage in my life, I would rather see the good movie that I could hear. Yes. I, I could go an hour and a half with, you know, no popcorn, no snacks. You could deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could deal with it. All right. Now that the silly one's out of the way, let's go to a money question. Would you rather have a single penny, one penny, that doubles every day for a month, or would you rather have a million dollars up front? Obviously, a million dollars up front sounds better. It does. But I know, I think if you do the math, (laughs) if I get the single penny that doubles every day for a month, I think I'll come out ahead. Walk us through the math. You take a single penny and you double it every day. What do we have by the end of the month? So it comes out, Jen, to be five million three hundred and sixty-eight thousand seven hundred nine dollars and some change. Wow, five point three million dollars. Okay, yeah, from one penny. penny. Um, yeah. Talk about that the the power of doubling here in compound interest. I mean, what a huge lesson for us to understand when we're when we're thinking about how much difference it makes to get started sooner rather than later, right? Exactly, and you know when you first start out. It doesn't look like much, right? No, it doesn't I mean, feel like much. I used to always try to get folks, hey, look, let's, you know, back in my early days, hey, put 25 bucks in this IRA. Put 25 bucks a month in. Set it and forget it. And before you know it, you know, you got 10 grand. Think about it. What did you have before on day 29, right? On day 29, you had approximately $2.7 million. Yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah. And then on the 30th day, now I got five, almost $5.4 million. So when you get towards that retirement, right, if we keep doing the same thing and we don't borrow against ourselves and take money out, that's how folks end up with that big 401k, right? Because they didn't touch it. That's how folks get so much money in retirement is right. they start with that little, little bit. So folks, young folks out there, start as soon as you can putting a little bit away every month and increase it every time you get a raise. Yep. Ultimately, you'll end up with a nice retirement nest egg. And there's another really good lesson here when you talk about this whole idea of sticking it out. If you ask the same question, but you only doubled the penny for 27 days, you go home with $671,000. Those last three days were some big dollar days, weren't they? And what if it was May or December and there's 31 days? Now we got 10 million. That's the thing. Investors lose patience. And that's why I get paid. I get paid to keep people involved, doing what they need to be doing, keep them focused so they don't lose the patience they need to have to get to retirement. Before we can start figuring out where exactly it is that we want to go, we have to figure out where we are right now. Then we start mapping out the path to get there. Certainly the same thing is true on an actual map and it's true with our finances. Talk about your process, that initial analysis, that initial conversation to help us figure out where we are so we can start figuring out just where we want to go. The core retirement design that we built and put together is that's really the first step. 
And the biggest part of what we do is we analyze folks' portfolio to see how much risk is in there. Because you know what? That's the one thing that you actually can't control in your retirement portfolio is how much risk is there. So we want to analyze what that risk is, and we want to determine what your risk should be. And then we see those two and compare and contrast to see what action we need to take. Maybe you need more risk in your portfolio. Maybe you need less risk in your portfolio. Only about 10% of the folks out there actually have the right amount of risk they need. But you need to know what that is. And then you need to know what it's costing you to run that money, to have that portfolio. What are you paying in fees and expenses? Sometimes it'll surprise you what it's costing you. That's what our core retirement design really starts out to do for you. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to have that 30-minute phone discussion about your current plan. 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. We are playing Retirement Would You Rather. And this is totally your personal preference here. Would you rather get a suitcase that has $10,000 or would you rather open a suitcase and there's a 50-50 chance that it's either $1,000 or $50,000? And I'm going to just add in one more thing. We don't have to pay taxes on it. I would take the 50-50 chance. Would you? I would. So let's talk a little bit about that, because sometimes people are are maybe taking chances with their money more more so than what they think, or maybe they don't even fully understand what, what's going on with where they're putting their money. They don't know what's in any of those suitcases, right? That's, that's right. Those type of questions are the questions that, that we walk through in our risk analysis to determine how people think, what they think, when it's not somebody else's suitcase, but it's their own money, Mm. right? If it's your own money, would you rather make 5% or would you rather take a chance that you could make 10, but you could lose five? So that's all part of the thinking and the process we go through to ascertain what somebody's risk number should be. So I I think that's kind of interesting that that question came up because I think that it really does have people thinking about if somebody gave you money, are you willing to take a risk? A lot of people would, right? If it's not your money to begin with, you'll you'll take more risk than if it's really your money. How do you help people navigate some of their big financial decisions, both before and during retirement, so they aren't leaving some of these things to chance? How, how do you help people navigate uh, some of the different decisions for what they're going to be doing with their money and how to allocate what they have? Well, we look at it, it kind of starts with, like you said, that risk analysis, right? On where they are, what they need, where they should be based on their age and income and that type of thing. But the other part is, is in their head, what are they thinking? What do they want to do in retirement? In those go-go years, how much do we need? In those slow-go years, what are we going to need? It, it kind of focuses on those type of things. What do we want to do? And if we're not quite to retirement yet, then we want to look at what do we need to make sure that we don't get hit with a brick, you know, that year before we're going to retire. We don't want another 2008 to come along right before we're going to retire and mess up our plan. We want to have a plan in place that we know no matter what happens, that we're okay. We can get through whatever it is and we can still retire on the same timetable that we already set in place. I think that's probably a bigger deal than what people realize at this point in time, because 
we forget about that, right? And so we need, if we're three or four years out, five years out from retirement, it's probably more important that you have a plan. You need to have a plan in place to make sure that if we have another 08 or another 2000, that that you can still retire on the same timetable you set out for yourself. And, and I think that's a big key, Jen, is, is having all those things in place. And we're here to coach people through that process. You know, we want to make sure that they're not making the mistake. We want them to call us. Look, here's what I'm thinking. Okay, what's the pros and cons? And help them through that process. Be that voice that they can talk to and know that they're going to get independent advice on what they should do. And ultimately, it's their choice, right? All you can do is lay out the the, the good points and the bad points and the pros, the cons, and, and the decisions ultimately theirs. But you're the coach to help coach them through that. That's what we do at Statler Financial. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Give us a call today. Let's get the process started. You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Be sure to tune in again next time for more insights from Philip, and we'll talk to you then. Have a great week. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product, features, and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement. 